Welcome to episode 613 of the Leadcast Podcast. I'm Nick Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Rockarts. Hey, how's it going? And Colton Sweat. This is the first time we tried to start the show. <laughs> hey, sometimes you miss some time and, uh, you know, you get a little rust, you know? Sometimes you miss some time. Sometimes you miss some time. I mean, I it's think true. that's okay. Um, sweet. So, uh, on this episode, we've got um, one new patron, a little bit of Leadcast news, a couple of uh, things in the new news section, and then we'll probably just jump straight to World's Talk, Roundtable, and Mail Fight. Aiden, how was your week? I think it was good. I played some League of Legends, not a lot. Uh, I played some uh, Nexus Blitz, um, which started out not going great because we played <laughs> a couple of games, and every single game was someone on the enemy team just rage quitting um, like within like five minutes. Uh, and then I played some custom games for Nexus Blitz, which was all right uh <laughs> it's just it's just i don't think it's like that great of a mode uh it feels mm. dated um who knows maybe, like i know all the changes they brought when they brought it back this time were like more tech based like now it can function better it like just like runs better uh maybe if they bring it back again with like new content it'll be like fun but it very much felt old um and kind of got boring with it bored with it really quick um but i i know you have a, a little bit of a different opinion um, outside of that, uh, played no ranked. Um, I played. I've been playing a bit on my like cell level thirty account. We got our accounts back from uh, Singapore. Singapore. Um, so I've been leveling up, leveling up my level five account. Um, it's like level like nineteen right now, so I'm almost halfway uh, <laughs> to level thirty. I think level 20, 20, 22 is halfway for XP, which is pog. Um, but I'm just doing like daily like wins or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of all my week. What about you guys? What about you, Colton? Uh, yeah, so I've played a decent amount of ranked, maybe like 10, 20 games or so um, since last week. I think I demoted and then re-promoted, and I'm now at 40 LP in Masters. Whoa. Uh, I played six games yesterday, uh, two of which had at least one AFK, which was... Hmm. It's, it's always like fun. Like, obviously in the mass sample size like 4v5s and afks are pretty rare uh but it is very funny to get that two games in a row like back to back uh so the first game i I told you guys this in the discord um our jungler puts a ward down at their raptors and their viego immediately runs it down mid and then their mid laner says he's tilted because we didn't stop them from warding oh and he just runs it down mid like three more times and then we (laughs) just like hard push bottom end the game i think it was like yeah 10 minutes 54 seconds we killed the nexus i thought that was your team maybe i misread it but that's so that's so funny yeah so that that was my free win and then the next game um we were winning very hard i was bot lane senna zigs um we like were up a good amount of cs and we took their tower i think at like nine minutes um and we ended up taking 15 out of 15 plates 
Um, Tax free. And like, yeah, their their top laner was winning pretty hard. It was an Aatrox, and then at some point, like. 19 minutes into the game our jungler is just like sorry guys gotta go and quits and it was very much like the kind of thing where it's like if if you can tell us hey gotta go that probably means this was something you knew about and decided (laughs) to queue up for a game anyway and it's like i i get it if we were if we were 45 minutes in like or like 50 minutes in an absolute slog and it was like i thought i had 30 minutes to finish this game i get it but like what you thought you were gonna end the game in 18 like what maybe this Uh, is like controversial but i don't think you should start a game of league if you don't have at least an hour to dedicate to it like you have something to do within an hour don't play league now fuck them Play Play League whatever you want. If you only have 12 minutes, man, but you just want 10 minutes of League of Legends in your day, go for it. Why not? Uh, I would say it definitely depends on the thing. Yeah, true. Like Like playing uh, For the King 2 with your friends. Mm -hmm. I think you just whip whip one out and start it up. (laughs) Shut up. I delayed this by like three minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And it would have still taken that long to get a lobby up and running. Because that came has issues no they fixed it we we connected the first time and stayed connected the whole but time but Colton didn't know they had it like fixed it so he was anticipating that oh okay i you know i thought we were gonna win faster my my bad that i delayed us <laughs> by three minutes mm. i apologize. i was also the last one there so like i don't know i'm not getting flamed so <laughs> well, you, were just, you, were, you were hot dropping it's not your fault <laughs> it was hot dropping. <laughs> yeah um but yeah so that you was you. How uh, about that? <laughs> That was my ranked games uh, this week. I've been trying to add a little bit of variety. I've been slotting in some Renata games as well as playing Senna. Uh, Very fun when you get a good ultimate as Renata and their team just kills each other. Mm -hmm. Um, Her ult, very very strong. Yeah, very strong. Also, Also very funny when, like, I feel like Renata's one of the characters that there's you you can be doing a lot in a team fight and for somebody watching who like isn't looking it it see like you you're hyping up your carry like you're shielding them you give them the revive you like cc the tank so they can't get onto him and everyone's like ping 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 oh my god our carry is so fucking good and you're like i i did that <laughs> it's just true uh, at least a little bit. There was one play where like our Ari ended up with like a quadra kill, and like three the three other people on our team were all pinging her, and she was just pinging me. And I'm like, at least the Ari knows. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's been my week League of Legends wise. Uh, also, like you just mentioned, for the King Two came out I think last week, but we didn't get to play it until this weekend. Um, not particularly far into the game i have not played any additional for the king outside of us all playing us. together yeah <laughs> um but it's uh it's it's been good i'm excited to play more and see what the game uh has in terms of the rest of the story but that's my week nick how was your last two weeks oh it's been so fun um <laughs> it's <laughs> It's pretty much just been work um, and sickness, so that's uh, that's where I'm at, and it's not been, I would say, the most enjoyable experience, um, but that's okay, you know, 
sometimes you got to suffer a little, um, but hopefully not for too long. And I also played for the King and I played Colton. I played extra. I was so hyped. I started my own playthrough and I'm playing by myself. Um, and I didn't get very far before. Uh, he also told he, Kenny. We all died. He told Kenny and I that he's no. never going to progress further than we've progressed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but I did take a picture of Because my... he's incapable of doing it without our help. <laughs> he doesn't know where to go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do. Uh, I did take a picture of my very cool barbarian that you can uh, take a look at. Um, that somehow we, we didn't get this. Uh, I'm not barbarian, uh, blacksmith. Um, just a naked Norse guy with a flaming greatsword. Yeah, that sword seems so. sick. It's, it's very okay. It's 0 to 15... Um, strength. I think. Okay. So it's it's all right. Um. But yeah, I think that's. Uh, I mean, that's been pretty much it. It's a little boring, but I haven't had a lot of time to do anything. Um. So we will continue on. We have one new patron. Thank you to Nathan for supporting us. Um. And is this the first episode? We no. did it last week because we did one week. day. Oh later, yeah, yeah, yeah. You told us that we were going to be there, and then you weren't. Yeah, I thought I yeah, was. And then going you abandoned your friends. And I, I wasn't. No, because you because you care more about your job than <laughs> your friends. <laughs> oh, yes. Hey, hey, shout out to all of our patrons for a second time. If there's like several more of you, Nick can quit his job. Please, his... I would. I uh, <laughs> would not quit very quickly to my workplace. Who probably can listen. <laughs> it's so I had this I had this interaction at work. So I have I have a, a coworker who's like similar age to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like talking to him on like Friday, and I was like, oh yeah, like whatever. Finally, a weekend where I'm like not like super busy with stuff. Uh, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, gonna play League of Legends. Le- we're gonna play League of Legends. I'm like, <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe probably. And then I'm like, oh oh, do you play? And he's like, no, I no, I don't. I'm like, I don't think I've ever told him that I play this game. <laughs> So, oh, that's crazy! And I don't Whoa. know if it was just like a like maybe I said it to someone else and he overheard. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I have said it. Maybe to him. he just like, knows. I've definitely never had a conversation with him about it. Mm, <laughs> yeah, or, or like there's. It's a popular enough game that like that could just be a throwaway joke. Yeah, right. Where it's like like you're just too random coworker like oh you're gonna go play the new Madden right and it's yeah. like I guess especially <laughs> if he knows that you that you are like a PC gamer you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's also just the possibility that at some point he Googled me and the first thing that pops up is like my Twitter, which is very League of Legends. <laughs> like, That's true. Yeah. yeah. But either I was like, huh, I didn't question him about it. But <laughs> Yeah, no, that was one thing. At one point, uh, like my manager was like asking me about like my hobbies and I like it, it came with that I do a podcast and they're like, oh, like, what is the name? And I'm like, it's about a thing you wouldn't get. Don't look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I say we talk about like entertainment stuff whenever people ask. Yeah, no, it's just like we talk about a video game that like you sh- you you wouldn't enjoy the content. Don't look it up. We talk about a children's <laughs> video game for two thousand nine. We we talk about the new characters' toes and why they had to be <laughs> taken out of the splash. They weren't taken cool. out though, right? No, they isn't didn't that the actually, whole thing? Yeah. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but that'd be a sin if they were taken. Out. Yeah. Do you ever we see the fucking? The Riot Dev article, um, where it's like talking about her, Briar's design and how like all the different parts of her like design visually like tell the story. 
Hmm. Like her her no. thighs are really big because she obviously doesn't use her arms very much because like they're like locked up. So like her having big thighs <laughs> shows how strong. <laughs> uh, okay, Dude, it's a really funny article. And it's, it's like it's like is it it's satire? always met in a good no no. It's like a, it's like from the person who like put thought into this and like oh. they meet it genuinely, but it's just very funny. <laughs> it's okay. yeah, it's just funny because like I'm sure those things are true. But also, there's there's plenty of other characters like I gave her big thighs because I like big thighs, right? Or like <laughs> her toes are out because I like toes. Yeah, oh, it's funny, man. Yeah, yeah. Have to, we should we should read through that at some point. It's it's like actually just a really funny thing. <laughs> That's so funny. It reminds me of the um the Northern Lion clip um talking about Elden Elden Ring. You know, uh, you know which bosses are made by George R. R. Martin. And you know yeah, which yeah. ones are made by uh oh I can't remember his name. Uh but the person who, you know, barefoot, small, yeah, yeah, yeah. slender woman. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I found the article, it's their um champion insights for it. Like it goes through like all the different parts. Like for her eyes, I had this, for her like whatever this. Uh then it goes, it's kind of subtle, but for Briar <laughs> with with Briar's shape, I wanted to give her thicker legs and oh. a bottom half with a more petite upper body, Kindle Jack adds. The idea here is that she's actually made from blood and magic or living blood. I don't know what that fucking means. Mm. <laughs> and she should be a little bit more bottom heavy, like an ivy bag <laughs> or the shape of a droplet of blood. <laughs> Yeah, and then the Tom Kench designer's like, I gave him a top hat because it's sick. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Christ. Uh, uh, I appreciate people who like their art, though, <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah. Sweet. Um, awesome. So we're, now we're going to move on to the, the news, right? <laughs> yeah, what yeah. a segue. Okay. That was great. Well, I forgot where we were. I don't know. <laughs> I like Briar's petite upper hat. <laughs> Also, for thank you, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Nathan, for sponsoring that segment. Yeah, for helping Nathan Nick for, quit his job. <laughs> for directly supporting our, us saying that. Do you want to talk um, about Arena first, then Patch? Yeah, sure. Arena's coming um, back. Arena's coming back, and it's coming back a patch earlier than they expected, um, Whoa, which is cool, because it's supposed to be coming back on the patch of December 6th, but it's going to be co- going live on the 22nd um, to PBE on the 8th, um, and they're doing a ton of changes. So first of all, Paw gets back. Second of all, I'm going to just kind of run through the general changes, and we can talk about it as a whole after. I think it's fine. Um, so it's coming back with a shitload of changes, stuff like uh, they took our feedback of stuff like wanting to play with more friends, uh, certain classes being too strong, the stage kind of feeling uh feeling like a little bit boring after a while mm-hmm. um and they can kind of go through it so the first major thing is that you can queue uh arena in groups of by yourself two three four uh and you get can get points for that and you can queue up to eight but uh, after you queue more than four you won't get points for like queuing so you can queue up with, like two homies um like you can queue up as a group of three for example and just like play and have fun and i think that that's a blast that's um, cool so it sounds like we can do like kind of like pseudo in-houses by just queuing with eight, which is awesome. Uh, I would love to do that in our community at some point. Um, for champion diversity, they go through a ton of things. The biggest thing is they're, they're, they're adding 60 new augments. Um, so we're going to see a bigger variety just based on the fact that people are going to be able to like spec into like this thing they want less often, which is cool. Um and they're also just kind of like nerfing certain classes, right? Like AD carry support was like pretty gross at high yeah. low in the in the mode. High low is like a weird thing to say, but like high MR games. So they're gonna give like take away some of their stats there, um, and they're just gonna balance the game a little bit better. So I think just having more augments is gonna be a really nice thing. They also talked about how 
if someone chooses an augment, it can only appear like X number of times, kind of like the character units in TFT, like there's a pool of them. Um, so not every single person can get X augment in the game, which oh, that's I think good. is also kind of cool. Um, it does like lead you to the, if there is a really OP augment and someone gets it, they're at an advantage because other people other people are less likely to get it. But I also don't think that's that big of a deal. I think the bigger benefit is just not having everyone go the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's especially big when... Um you know jeweled gauntlet was yeah know, every stronger game. yeah so that's good uh, they even like showed a, like an idea of an augment so, uh, there's an augment that they're adding well i guess it's a set of three augments where it's like you just get a shitload of ability haste on your q your w or your e like as an augment Ooh. like what a base what an you get easy to, augment you get that's to pick? like it'll be like uh there's one for your q there's one for your w there's one for your uh, there's that, three different uh, augments okay I think the idea is like really cool though. Um, yeah. Just like, cause once again, it's like, it, it's something that you won't want to go every game on whatever character, but there's going to be some characters who want the Q one, who some characters who want the W one, some characters who want the E one. I think that's, mm-hmm. it'll change your playstyle a lot. Cause you just get having a shitload of it. Like think of it, your main character. If I have a shitload of ability haste on my Q for Tom Kench, obviously that's an easy playstyle. If I have on my W, I'm more of a diver. And if I have it on my E, I'm like way more of a tank. Right. And just having that choice is like, it changes how you play the character. Yeah, it is. It is really cool. Mm-hmm. So I think it's cool. Um, nice. Then they talk about the stages a lot, which I think is the most interesting thing. Um, so first change is if your teammate dies, they'll spawn like a circle around them, kind of like um, I was gonna say Dominion, um, but like you know, like Skarner Spires is probably like a better thing. If you stand on them for like five seconds or whatever the duration is, you can revive your teammate once per round. Um, so the idea here is that. Um, the current optimal way, way to play the game is if you kill someone, you then just go around collecting all the fruits because you guys have two mouths and they have yeah. one to eat fruits. Um, so now, obviously, you can't do that. You have to play aggressive if you kill someone, uh, which is cool. I, I think the, it's a great mechanic to make it like less of a boring uh, game state, which is cool. Um, the other thing is the fucking ring of fire is randomized every round. So it can close on different areas of the map. So people can't just set up like high return, team mushrooms, shake oh, shit. Oh, nice. Um, fucking awesome. Um, yeah, after great that. Change. Uh, map's going to be fucking winter blessed, by the way, which is cool because it's going to be winter themed. So they're kind of bringing back winter map. Uh, there'll be new cameos. They're removing all the ones that people hated with the exception of Gwen. Gwen's still there. I don't know why the fuck Gwen's still there. Um, and they're adding in a ton of new, uh, cameos. I think cameos is a fun idea. Yeah. Um, and once again, it's, it's not supposed to be a serious game mode anyway. So even if they do kind of ruin the game sometimes, whatever, who cares? The coolest one they're adding though is they're adding Silas who at the start of the round, he gives every single combat, a random ultimate which is going to be bound to like your ability, your like a uh, flash key or whatever. Oh, like, that's not... sick. So it's kind of like a, like a pseudo um, ultimate spell book. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what awesome. Fucking cool. I love that. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Um, other than that, it's just like they're, they're doing a pr- pretty quick turnaround for this. So it's still going to only come back for a period of time for like a month or whatever they're choosing. I actually don't know what the time frame is. Um, but after that, I would assume they're probably going to make it permanent next time we hear about this mode. Is my guess. I think it's just too popular. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I think so too. That was it was um, everyone played it right when it was coming out. So it's really um, it's really cool that it's coming back so quickly and uh, actually with sub- substantial changes. This yeah. is gonna this is gonna bring Trevor back. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna stop accomplishing things in his personal life. He's gonna go back to just League of Legends. Yeah. Uh, last three things before we actually discuss any of it, like in depth, if you guys want. Um, rating changes. They're gonna make it a little harder to climb to like the higher ranks because people kind of got. I mean, I got there in like a week. <laughs> um, and then they're going to make it so there's cha- some challenges that are unique to uh, the game mode. And they're also they've so they're it's a huge discussion point. Is they're still only gonna have a ranked queue, 
but mm-hmm. they're open in the future to bringing they're having a normal queue. They just don't they just don't want to kill the mode by like separating the queues too much, which I think is a fine like worry. Um, my guess from reading between the lines is that they are going to have a rank queue for this time, and then when they bring it back as a permanent mode, which I'm assuming they will, they're going to have probably two queues. Which, that makes sense, I think. Yeah, but what what do you guys think? I, I fucking love this mode. It was the most fun I have had playing League in like years, probably. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm super excited for it. We all enjoyed it, at least after the initial um, kind of shenanigans that went on with, uh, uh, you know, the introduction of a ranked mode, right? Where um, a lot of people were either trying really hard or trying to have fun and that like kind of mishmash. Um, and having that sorted and separated is, uh, it, you know, is, is, ended up being really like really really nice um so I'm, I'm excited yeah i'm like moderately excited for it i didn't like crazy love it the first time around but i'm definitely looking forward to playing some of it i think i'll probably kind of do what i did last time where play a little bit of it but not really try and like grind out the top tier mm-hmm. i think i want to play random every game on my main account Ooh. i think be fun. Hell yeah that would be fun like, um, like that. Only other thing I, I missed mentioning is uh, there's a new band system. So before it was you just do two bands and then you all blind pick. Every single player blind picks. They're mm-hmm. doing it so there's a ban phase where you um, ban um, uh, one player from a team bans a character. Sorry, one player from a team picks a character. Wait, hold on. Players will ban a champion as normal. Okay, so it sounds like both players will ban a character. So you both do your bans and then one player picks a character that character is then revealed to everyone, so you guys all get to see their first pick, and then you, the second player gets to blind hmm. pick another character, but it can't be a character that has been picked in the first round. That sounds interesting. So, I think it's, it's an idea like, oh, this team has a Vayne as their first pick or whatever. We maybe, like, they're going to probably play a support comp, so we want to maybe not feed into it, right? So it's like yeah. kind of like a pseudo-blind um, pick band system. I, I think it's cool, because there yeah. definitely is some, like, things where it's like, I mean, we had the there's the the fucking exploit where if you hovered a character and someone else locked it and you could see who like that someone else locked it in. Because um, mm-hmm. there's games where it's like fuck, I don't want to ban Garen, but if they pick Garen, there's like eighty five percent of the cast I don't want to play. Right. So if I can see they've already picked Garen, I'll play something else. Um, otherwise, like I don't know, it's, it just it adds so much like variety to the game. I think now it's what a yeah, fucking. The wild good thing though is that with Nico passive, you can actually use that in champion select. <laughs> to troll people now and they're gonna only see that you picked a minion and then none of your abilities will land yeah oh, i'm so excited man this is like i'm i think this is great it sounds like they're yeah, making good this is changes gonna be awesome. to it it is going to be quite awesome um and they're gonna add a nexus blitz mini game where it just takes one player from each team out of the game entirely and those two go play an arena game and whoever performs better gets their team elder buff that's sick. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. They actually have elder changes for Nexus Splits in the patch notes, uh, which I think Ooh. is a cool change. So yeah, if you want to move that is cool. Um, yeah, patch thirteen twenty two. Uh, first up, Brand Brungle is getting buffed. Um, <laughs> his passive uh, monster damage modifier is being increased, and his E damage is being increased. Why? I you told me that he was a, a like really strong jungler, right? 
I, th- I think he's like playable. Like he was like forty seven percent win rate, right? But like his his play rate shot up for jungle, right? Like it went from let me pull up the stats. So right now he's sitting for jungle at forty seven point four percent win rate, um, uh, from forty two the patch before. So he went up seven point almost five percent um, in one patch. But his pick rate went from sub point zero one percent to one point seven percent, which dang is crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I. <sighs> I was totally fine with not seeing Brand in my games. Yeah. Character is so fucking annoying to play. You don't want to see Brungle? No, I don't want to see the character like get picked off entirely. But because he threw one ability before he died, he half healths four people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. It's just it's just weird. It just feels very forced. But I guess like once again, they still have this conundrum that they've been going through for years where people don't like playing jungle so their solution to that is choose characters that people like to play and make them junglers yeah it is um really interesting to have that be the case yeah i i think it makes sense i just don't like it yeah yeah (laughs) cool um briar is getting some changes her q damage and armor shred is decreased her r damage is decreased um cool i think it's kind of good um do you see the briar bug that they fixed this patch or no no if you use your e which is like the munch move right or is it or qq is the munch move right? Her Q, yeah um, if you use that and you last hit baron with the munch move you get gold for all the baron minions uh kills on the map <laughs> all the oh oh so every single like baron your minion baron empowered minion like if it last hits ah. you get the gold for it <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> but only that's if you last hit Baron insane. or do Q. <laughs> huh. That is uh, that's quite interesting. <laughs> oh, sorry, not, it's not as it's her E that I was no her W oh. that I was thinking. Um, because Q's head rush, it's called like something Munch or whatever, like something. I think it's her W then. Ah, I either see. way, it's, it's just good old abilities. Riot Spaghetti Code doing weird stuff. Yeah, love it. Dang. Uh, up next, Doctor Mundo, passive damage on his E is increasing. Sweet. Um, people were pissed that Dr. Mundo got nerfed, by the way. Um, you saw I think that it, thread that I linked? Yeah, it may have been, what, in relation to the Tom Kinch buffs? <laughs> but it was just why really, it, why really Why can Mundo be good for one patch and Riot has yeah. to gun him? And Tom <laughs> Kench can be good for months and they don't even consider yeah. changing. This is like three days after the Tom Kench buffs came out. Like, <laughs> like the, I don't know. I fucking hate people, man. Ugh. Yeah. Um, sweet. Uh, Gragas, E cooldown reduction is increased. Uh, and the R travel time is decreased. So they changed the way that his E um, cooldown reduction functions. It used to be a three-second flat refund. Now it's 40% of the remaining cooldown. Uh, they say it's a nerf until about 70 ability haste. It's um, a buff so- until 70 ability haste. Oh, yeah, yeah, buff. I'm sorry. Um, but you primarily you won't be able to um, perma stun someone with this. Which is so. probably good. Yeah, probably a good thing. Probably a good thing. Cool. Next is Graves. His E bonus armor per stack is decreased. Good change. He gets a lot from that. Yeah, gets so much. Uh, Janna, stats and abilities adjusted to fit the playstyle of a more aggressive harasser around her W and auto attacks. Uh, so real quick, I guess big ones. Attack range is going up by 50. That's big. Base attack damage and attack growth are going down. Um, 
wow there's just changes to like all of her abilities it's like a mini rework almost like i haven't heard anyone talk about this either like i haven't heard any like yeah. commentary on if it's good or yeah. like bad or power neutral yeah so q cooldowns up a little bit w cooldown is down a little bit e cooldown is increased values i don't really want to dive into all of them uh because they're just all changed um yeah, so lots of changes for Janet. So yeah, they're just leaning into her being a more aggressive harasser with her abilities, um, which is I think kind of kind of nice. Uh, I like her new passive. Janet's new passive is uh, basic auto attacks and W deal bonus magic damage equal to twenty scaling to thirty five percent of her bonus movement speed. So we should play Zillion John a bottom and you just speed <laughs> her and she fucking autos for like an extra yes. like two hundred. Oh, or whatever. true. That's crazy. I didn't have thought um, about that. I'm so down to play that. Dang, that's <laughs> nuts, actually. You have to be level 16 for the 35%, but still, like, it's funny. It's still a lot, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Cool. Nice. Uh, Kazante, Q, bonus health for minimum cast time cap is increased. So this you is need the hotfix they did mid-patch, last patch, by the way. Ah, okay. Also, alive. that doesn't seem like a very... I guess 1,600 bonus health is kind of a high... Thing to get it to. was 1900 before the buff and they buffed it to 1200 and now mm. they're nerfing it to 1600 so it's still like a buff but 1200 is fucked man like <laughs> 1200 is very high or is a uh, is very low for the minimum yeah yeah because the whole idea is that with 1200 you hit your like uh max up max q speed at two item spike which is crazy that's just so mm-hmm. early into the game now it's yeah, like more it like two and a half like items which is like or th- almost three items honestly which is probably more reasonable Cool. Cool. Uh, Kassadin an E damage decrease, R non-stack damage decrease. They're nerfing Kassadin a little bit. It's kind of weird. I don't think he's that crazy, but good. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, Sweet. Nyla, her Q bonus attack speed is decreased. Her ultimate damage over time is decreased, and the maximum total damage is decreased. Hey, they said, uh, they said this champ is way too strong, and she has been for a while, and people are... And we need to remove three mechanics from her kit. Starting to... <laughs> Where... I mean, how far, right? How far until we're there? <laughs> I, I don't know if I ever said it on the podcast. I told Colton, but like when we played that, we played a community game where we all had to play characters we've never played yeah. before. Um, and every single like time I would like be walking back to the lane, I'd be reading a different part of her kit and I'd be like, what the fuck is this? Why does this character have a 700 mechanics? In her kit? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, when you do this, you get range, attack yeah. speed, an AoE auto attack. And armor armor pen. pen, yeah, <laughs> and increased healing, and I, you dodge autos, and you take hit- those magic damage. <laughs> we're hitting their more. nexus. Uh, we're hitting their nexus, and I'm like, wait, my E applies to multiple people. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, the dodge. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> crazy. It's 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 just crazy. Like, uh, in hindsight, I like obviously my guess is way too high, but I I feel like had people played her, um more than zero uh there's a non-zero chance that she would have actually had uh more than anything more than nothing removed yeah cool yeah that's nyla changes up next we've got ramis w bonus armor is increased they did kind of like got him a little bit like they reduced his like percentage total armor gain or whatever cult patches ago so 
cool. Uh, Senna, Q damage and healing decreased. Uh, Colton, you were saying these changes aren't too big, you thought, like overall. No, it's... So at, at max rank in Q, you lose 20 base damage uh, and 20 healing. That none of the scaling has changed. So right, like, healing 20 less, dealing 20 less damage on a pretty low cooldown ability. Yeah, maybe in an extended trade, that's going to be, like, an 80 health swing um but i i I don't think this is going to be a massive like impact to to your ability to to win games as senna um right like the the strength of the character is really just can you position well enough to get enough stacks to be strong yeah at some point like um the the q damage doesn't hurt that much um but i think the healing is going to be what's most noticed about this uh about this nerf um it, it does impact her laning not terribly much um but it you know it could be a, a, a um threshold against some characters who she has a little bit of a uh, little bit of difficulty into yeah yeah certain certainly like will affect it but like maybe half a percent if that win rate drop from this probably less i would i would think um it is wild how good the character is late if you are like mechanically good i i remember i was telling you guys about that one game where we like the atrox was really fed and our jungler disconnected at one point i went top and just like walked up fought the atrox 100 to zero to him without him ever being in range to land q was (laughs) very funny Mm mm-hmm yeah, it's just <laughs> he was like a thousand gold shut down. Uh, Sweet. Yeah, that's that's Senna. Up next, Seraphine. Passive damage is being adjusted. Q cooldown is being increased at lower levels, and the W shield is being decreased. Believe this is trying to push her more mid. Just like nerfing her support, I believe. Um, they yeah. said that W Max uh, <laughs> um, support Seraphine was was pretty crazy, which is interesting. That's uh, not an ability I thought would be you know super OP, but yeah, I guess you just couldn't like do anything else, right? Because like yeah. that only changed everything. Yeah, it makes sense. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Um, Tom Kench is getting in adjustments. The last patch they buffed his bonus passive uh, bonus health passive magic damage from. Uh, 3% to 5%. They're now nerfing it down to 4%. So it's still a buff over the 2021 uh, changes, um, but it is a nerf overall. Um, his win rate went up a lot for these changes at lower ELOs. Yeah, they they really did. Um, I almost don't know if it, like how much it had to do with the um, changes and how much people are kind of just like picking it back up, right? I, yeah, I, I, wonder, feel, I feel like it can't be that bad. Yeah, um, like, so, like, obviously, like, a lot of stuff, like, this is, it kind of, like, just gives him more damage in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking about it, um, which is always, like, a lower ELO skewed change. Let me just look at gold, for example. Like, so gold, he's 53% win rate um, with a 4.7% pick rate. And last patch, he was, yeah, 49.98. So he went up 3%, and his pick rate, like, more than doubled. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's crazy. Whereas, like, if you look at, like, D2, we went up by, like, 1% win rate, um, and then Mastery went up by, like, 0.75% win rate or something like that. Um, it's just, like, a very, very lower ELO skewed change where, like, you're just doing more damage without 
really changing anything right mm-hmm. so yeah i guess that was like enough to push him over like a threshold though it's interesting but yeah and yeah. it definitely more relies on you being able to get a lot of those auto attacks off yeah which i um, feel yeah. like at a, at a higher level you probably get like you know auto cue trades rather than like i'm gonna auto you six times in a row yeah it's funny because like i i know a lot of it is just people live in the past like they have this idea of a character even though the character hasn't been like that in years like, yeah used to be like the probably the strongest level one character in the game like pre-rework um and it's weird because I, I still whenever i see like him talked about on like the general subreddit it's like oh my god tom kench's early game is just fucked i think he's one of the weaker early game characters in the game like for top lane right now like like actually like, I, don't, I don't think he wins like almost any like level one um like he's definitely not like that's not his strong point his strong point's like mid game it's just weird because I, I don't know how much of it is people having this perception of what he was and just using that as like fact or uh, or maybe he just is that in like lower yellows because like dude at higher yellows man the character fucking sucks until you like are like level 11 <laughs> yeah it's probably just like sort of um knowing how to abuse the um like the strengths and weaknesses of the character um and not being able to do that at lower elos versus at higher elos right like are you ever going to be able to blind pick tom kench and not get like absolutely dookied on by characters who actually know what they're doing? Probably not. Yeah. Um, I saw people talking about how he's like one of the most blindable top characters. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just like, that's just, I feel like that's not true at all. I, in lower elos, like you, I think you were just talking about this once in discord Yeah. and we were like, he's very blindable in low elo because the characters that counter him are difficult where it's like, like Gwen, if you're if you're Fiora. good, Gwen Olaf Fior, or like if you can actually play Quin Top, Vein Top, and Space, yeah. Yeah, yeah, those are super good counters. But like, if you don't have the hands to play Vein Top, he's just gonna walk at you and kill you. Yeah, like the map awareness, right? If you're not able to pay attention and not get ganked all the time on those range mm-hmm. characters, like, yeah, it's probably really hard to play <laughs> that into Tom Kench. It's just very interesting. I think there's like a lot of perspectives that I'm always like fascinated by where they come from, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know how much like it is people actually having these thoughts themselves or how much of this is like maybe at one point they played against it or they hear stuff parrot, uh, like uh, talked about and they just kind of parrot it. Um, I'm not sure. Like, it's very interesting to me. Uh, Same thing with like the fucking like um, people always talk about like Leona and her cooldowns, right? Like, League of Legends is too fast because Leona's Q cooldown used to be. 13 seconds but now it's five or whatever like Mm -hmm. and it's like that is true but like she came out like what season like five i'm just gonna say i'm not sure the exact season is and then in season six she got it reduced by like three seconds right yeah Um, so like like so once again we're we're still what uh five years six seven years out from when it was 10 seconds and then in season seven or i mean season eight i think it was it got reduced like another couple seconds down to like eight and then like a season after that, I got reduced to, like, seven. And it's, like, are we really, like, being, like, oh, the game was so much slower back in season five when in season seven it was, like, almost what it is now? You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? It's just, yeah. like, it's very interesting because I'm not sure how much of that is, like, people purposely being disingenuous, people not knowing and just parroting stuff, like, that they hear, or three, people actually truly believing that, I guess, right? Probably a little bit of 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 everything right 
Yeah, the, the Leona one's the one that sticks out to me all the time because I I constantly hear it. whenever the talk, games talked about being too fast, it's always like Leona's Q is to be like triple yeah. the cooldown when it's like fuck man, it hasn't been triple the cooldown. Like it's it, it went down, it went from six to five in season nine, I think that was like the last time it changed or something or season ten, which is still three years ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, it's crazy. Cool. Yeah, and I think they also I, I'm scrolling through the like patch notes on it. I think it was one and a quarter seconds, and then they lowered that to one. Are you talking about the stun duration? Yeah. I'm talking think, about, like, the cooldown yeah, between. Yeah, just the uh, overall cooldown. Well, yeah, but, right, like, oh, if, I see you, what you mean, yeah. if you if you have a two-second CC on a six-second cooldown, but you oh, change that to mean, a, yeah. a one-second CC on a three-second cooldown, right, like, it's it's mm. not nearly as bad. Um, Fair enough. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like if you if you take a CC and and lower its duration, you can lower its cooldown without making the ability crazy strong. Good point. Hold on, just be, just before like I get flamed, I need to extend. I know we've already talked about this for like a couple minutes. I'm gonna get flamed. Leona re- released in season one. Wait, when did I'm you say? No. I said season five. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, she was she oh she came God. out then. So, anyways, she, she was released. Season, uh, just like we'll just finalize this just before I, I get fucking flamed for all my misinformation. There, she was released in patch. 1.00121 and then two patches later two patches later her q went down a second from 12 to 11 <laughs> right cool. and then um uh then five years pass um colton's right by the way her q cool then did go down her q uh, duration went down but five years pass and then her q cooldown goes from 11 to 9 right this is season six now um and then literally season next season seven it goes down to um six seconds flat from nine so there's another three seconds off we're season seven by the way here we're still fucking six years back um and it's on a six second cooldown was the game too fast six years ago apparently so (laughs) and then it was reduced to five in uh in season nine so it's it's still it's fucking dude oh my god dude it's fucking four years ago still from like it's been it's been this cooldown for four four years plus like even like way to to go back to like season one leona yeah. Like, you could, if you wanted to, take a full AD rune page, start Doran's Blade as support, and auto-queue auto them for, like, 250 damage. Well, yeah, wasn't the meme, like, Battle of Fervor Leona? Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, you, for like, a long time? <laughs> you you could just do that. And, like, that the game was very different then. Yeah, it was. Like, imagine if Leona walked up, auto-queue autoed you for 60% of your health at level <laughs> 1 today. That would be pretty crazy. Yeah. Either way, the long-winded point of that was, like, I think there's a lot of, like, misinformation, whether on purpose or not, uh, that goes on about stuff like this. And I feel like that yeah, does and, like, the perception. Yeah, and, like, 40% of it comes from Aiden. <laughs> yeah, so dude, true. I thought she was released in Season 5. That's crazy. God, we've been playing this game for too long. I guess anyway. if I thought about it, I would have known that. But, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so final champion change Ziggs base armor is decreased by four and the auto attack wind up is increased yeah so I, making it harder to farm with his uh, attack speed with his autos I guess uh, Wait, then... we're going to talk about it in a second they they changed every single mage's attack speed in the game well almost every single mage's attack speed in the game like into three different parts about like okay the auto so attack it's a little bit better than it's mostly to modernize them, make all of them feel better. Ah, okay, cool. Um, let's let's hear about it then. 
Yeah, I can kind of explain yeah. it. So it's broken into three different uh, things. So it's the auto attack uh, frame, the auto attack windup, and the auto attack speed. Those are three different things. So the auto attack speed is obviously the speed in between like when you actually shoot at auto attacks. The auto attack windup is um, the like amount of time it t- or the percentage of your auto attack before you can like click off for it to still go through right mm, so okay. for like zigs in this case it's going from a t- uh, 20.8% for his basic attack uh like sorry this is for like the attack frame um it's going from 20.8% to 20%. So you can now cancel your auto 0.8% quicker um and still get your auto attack off, right? So it makes it feel like a little bit like less clunky is the idea. And then the actual attack windup is like how long like it actually takes to like go through the actual okay. thing. Um, so there's th- three different things. They've modernized this for Arya, Nivia, Annie, Cassiopeia, Heimerdinger, Ivern, Karthus, LeBlanc, Lissandra, Nico, Oriana, Rumble, Rise, Singe, Sindra, Talia, Timo, Twisted Fate, Vigar, Velkaz, Zareth, Zillian, Zoe, and then obviously we talked about Ziggs. Um, so they're all done in different ways to make them all feel better. Apparently they've tested a fair bit. Um, Overall, this will be buffs for every single character. Um, oh, oh, the other change they did for some characters is their actual attack missile speed went up for some of them. Like, Teemo's went up, um, which Teemo mains are complaining about a little bit because one thing about Teemo that you do top lane a lot is you go for the auto attacks, and because his uh, attack missile like takes a while to fly through the air, you can go under tower pretty deep to auto, then get out, and then they like oh. burn. And if it goes faster, you can do that less, right, is the idea. Um, Interesting. But anyways, like it will be a... Overall, they buffed every character. Not really a buff, but to make them feel better to actually auto-attack with. Yeah, the, it's... the only mages they didn't really do this to was the ones that already can kind of CS with a different part of their kit usually, right? Like So, like, Mal's didn't get this change. Um, it's funny, because Karthus did get oh, the change. Karthus did. Kar- oh, Karthus also feels like just, he probably has yeah, the most auto-attack in true. the game. So. That's true. Uh, By design, but, right? It's supposed yeah, to be. So it's supposed they to be only also. They also only, like, buffed his uh, missile speed on his auto attacks, so they didn't buff, like, how, like, clunky mm, okay. it is and shit like that. Um, but either way, it's cool changes. It's a modernization of a lot of these mages, so. Yeah, Sweet. it's it's wild to me how much variance there was in missile speed of auto attacks. Like, I think the lowest one, Vigars, was 1,100 up to 1,500, which, like, they, they pretty much buffed all the ones that they buffed up to 1,500. Um, but, like... Why are they all different, man? <laughs> yeah. If you don't like that, you don't like Dota. Yeah, I... Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> I don't like Dota. <laughs> add, add turn radiuses, please. So true. All right. Uh, vision adjustments. The reveal radius of wards on attack is being decreased, and the duration is decreased. I'm curious how this will actually look. So the idea here, for those who don't understand, is if you're in a bush and you auto-attack, it gives vision of that bush to the enemies, right? That's the idea. So if there's an ally standing beside you, they get seen because you're auto-attacking the bush. So the radius is going down, which is interesting to me. I thought it was just always the entire bush is revealed. I didn't even know there was a radius. Um, And the duration that you revealed is going down. Huh. So what I'm worried about, this is like, once again, maybe it's not even something I should worry about. Could someone be, is their bushes big enough that if someone auto attacks in the bush, you can be on the other side of the bush and not get seen? If so, that's weird, right? That is weird. Like, I'm not sure if that's even a a thing I have to worry about, but like, could you imagine plays bottom lane where your jungler's in the bush and your AD carry goes into the bush, auto attacks, shows they're in the bush, and then they go on the AD carry and your jungler's actually in the bush. Like, that'd be weird. I don't know. 
I don't know. Once again, it could be a non-issue, but like that's kind of the idea of the change. Just like and their the reasoning for this is it's a very not intuitive mechanic. I think there's tons of players who didn't even know that if you auto attack from a bush, your allies get seen. I feel like that's just something that people maybe don't know. I see it all the time on ARAM is people walk into a bush and auto attack that someone's hidden in, and then fucking people get mad at them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I so. don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, cool. cool. Some ping changes. You can uh, celebrate more with your teammates. The lockout timer has been reverted um, from five seconds to six seconds early and then two minutes to 24 seconds late. I didn't realize it scaled with presumably game time. It's, it's, a, it's a, how many times you get locked out in a row is the idea. Oh, I so like see. if you spam ping and get locked out, you're locked out for seconds, six seconds. But if you spam ping oh, and get locked out again, you get locked out for twelve. Interesting, interesting. Um, I did not realize that. Cool. People are mad about these changes again, like usual, though. Like I don't not know. really. Yeah, I mean, it's just so gross. Like, I I think Riot needs to say something because like people like freak get fucking dragged for like shit like this. It's so weird, man. Like the Reddit threads. Like yeah, it is kind of weird. Like, I understand, like, people don't like the change. I don't even think it's a great change either, all the ping changes. But, like, they they have positive results, apparently, from the changes. So, that's good. Um, and I, I just feel like people, like, put too much value in, like, what this actually does. There's a fucking thread. This is... Uh, I don't mean to go on a tangent. But it was talking about how, like... I've been watching a lot of pro play, and I've noticed JDG communicates a lot with pings, uh, and I noticed they're playing on 13.19. The ping changes don't go through until 13.20. How do you think this ruins JDG? Like, if they can't ping each other. Um, and it's like... Dude, there's so many things wrong about this because they're talking about like missing pings and alert pings and stuff like that. First of all, you can still see all missing pings and alert pings, so they're wrong about that. Second of all, <laughs> they're playing as a pre-made. You can still see pre-made pings, so they're wrong about that. Uh, next, uh, it's just like, dude, like, what was the other thing? There was like something else that was wrong. Dude, it's, it's crazy. It was like 700 things wrong about it. Um, oh, they're like, uh, well, you should get locked out. Well, the lockout's getting reverted next patch. It's just, it's just crazy. And, it, and like 90% really of the comments funny. are just like, yeah, Freak's a fucking idiot. He needs to get off his high horse and fucking... That's so funny. It just, dude, it's so... Uh, it just makes me so mad. People can just, like, spew not not real shit, and it just doesn't matter. Yeah. It's so gross. Yeah. Yucky. Yucky, yucky, yucky. Sweet. Um, some ARAM adjustments, Nexus Blitz adjustments. Uh, quick Play's coming. There's some known bugs with that. Um, Global Language Select is coming as well. Mythic Shop Rotation. And then heart steel skins, as well as the gotcha breakout true damage echo skin. Sweet. That's the patch. That's the whole patch. You want to talk about worlds? Can we talk about Volkaz really quick first? Oh yeah, let's talk about Volkaz. <laughs> it's not even about Volkaz, it's about one tricks in general. It's just this is coming from like not to like target him because we've talked to him a couple times, but Azap, uh, he put out like uh, he's a for those who don't know, he's a challenger. Uh, Velkaz one trick on EUS. EUS? He's on EUS, right? I think he's... Yeah, he is. Um, he hit 1.2k LP on Velkaz, and he was really happy about it because um, a couple months ago we talked about him, and he was really sad because Velkaz is shit, um, and he was, like, really mad about it. But then he was doing really well on Velkaz, and he hit 1.2k, and then something changed. And Were he, there Velkaz balance changes in between those two points? No. Uh, no. Well, they they mm. did the attack speed changes to Velkaz, so that could be considered a buff, which we'll also talk about. <laughs> I want to bring up the fucking X-Pet. Yes, right please, God. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, related to the X-Pet thing, I guess... Uh, I'm not sure if he even likes to went on a losing streak, but I would assume he did because he got mad and he like said, "Hey, us and all the other fucking high, like high level Velkaz are gonna boycott the character because he's 44% win rate in Master Plus, and uh, I'm doing really well on the character. So if I stop playing him, the Velkaz win rate is gonna drop because it's already 44, and I'm doing really well on 1.2k 
mastery or not mastery uh, LP mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maining the character. So I'm going to stop playing him. Uh, seven days later, Valkaz's win rate has with this is date we're on day day ten of the boycott. Um, and Valkaz's win rate has gone up four percent since he stopped playing him. Um, so boycotts are going well. Yeah. <laughs> his play rate hasn't changed. His win rate has gone up. Um, I don't know, man. It's just fucking one tricks are such babies about everything like that. It's so weird. Like, I, I think the character's bad here, and I think the character's bad and probably needs buffs. Like, I think it's super obvious, but like the idea of like doing boycotts to get your character buffed is is so fun. Is so funny, especially when you boycotting the character leads to them having a higher winner. Obviously, not related. It's not like he's solely determining that but like yeah. it's just funny that like you have zero control over what that is and like yeah uh, it's it's uh, like it's twofold right it's just like an overestimation of how far you think your reach is or, or like how um in, ingrained you are in that particular community and i think a gross underestimation of how many people actually play the game right mm-hmm. like it, it's 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 just crazy to think that you know so i don't know how many like i, I don't know his presence but if we look at like how many Velkaz games are played in general, do we think he makes up like the people who know about him make up, I don't know, 15% of that? Like probably not. It's probably less than that. I, I mean, imagine. even think about it. Like, like there is like no like high elo Velkaz mains outside of him, right? Mm-hmm. And he did a sample size of Master Plus, right, worldwide. Um, and there was like 400 games, which isn't a lot. That's not a lot for mid, right? There was like 450 yeah. games or whatever, yeah. which isn't a lot. But like that's over one patch. If he plays, I don't know, maybe he played 50 games on that patch. That, that's maybe like a lot even um, with a high win rate. He's still not even like a like that crazy of a percentage for like a super undermained character. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like yeah. I don't know. Like like even his own pull is like super low on that first like stats. So the game's just so widespread. Like I yeah. feel like people don't notice that. Yeah. It's a huge game. Um, um, just re- related Sorry. to the expat two thing, really quick. So expat two also did a Shen boycott a couple months ago because they hated, all the Shen mains hated how Shen's played because he's super boring. Uh, to their credit, at least they're like, "Hey, we don't think he's actually bad. He's just boring." Which cool, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. So they did a boycott, um, which <laughs> some people tell you that is when his play rate actually dropped. His I was kind of tracking it. His play rate dropped maybe like point something percent um, from all these Shen mains boycotting him. Um, the funnier thing is they've all stopped boycotting. The boycott's over because Shen got buffs. You may be asking. <laughs> yeah. I, di- I didn't see any Shen buffs personally in any of these patches. Uh, but no, X-Pet, <laughs> once again, not to flame these guys. I just think it's funny because like, I think one tricks are all this way. They're all built the same way. Um, yeah. Riot has buffed the character because systematically they changed the game which buffed Shen. So, for example, they changed turret plates. Uh, so turret plates are worthless. And Shen as a character is not very like strong. It doesn't really push hard early. So Shen gets less turret plates. So it's actually a Shen buff. Um, they decrease death. They decrease death time. Shen's a, not really an early game character. So like you don't really get solo kills early, but you die maybe die more early. So it's actually a Shen buff because you <laughs> respawn faster early. <laughs> it's just like, it's all these changes that are like just nothing burger systematic changes I, that are being constituted as like Shen buffs. And it's, it's the funniest video to me. I think the only one that I can like uh, agree with is um, the turret plating because um, yeah. I can't I can't imagine Shins get many turret plates it's, over the still, course of a, a whole game the whole, the whole point was we want our character adjusted Riot needs to take a look at our character we're going to boycott the character because Riot doesn't like he, he's not fun to play and they stopped boycotting him because Riot changed turret plate <laughs> like, yeah it's just, it's just, there's something comical about that I think yeah there is it is uh, it is pretty funny 
to me that reads as I want to play League of Legends and I want to play the character I like. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, but who am I to say? <laughs> cool. Um, oh, goodness. Worlds, What's next? Worlds, Worlds yeah. Worlds. Um, tell me about Worlds. I haven't had a chance to, to watch many games. I watched um, a, a couple series, um, but... Yeah. Yeah, uh, so the quarterfinals are done. Um, NA's last hope, I guess. Do we, do we want to go over like results first? Probably is the easiest yeah. way. Um, so uh, NRG lost to Weibo. KT lost to LNG. JDG. Uh, to JDG, sorry. Uh, LNG beat... Lost to T1. <laughs> fuck dude i i am well, I'm, go uh, I'm i'm hmm. so mixed up in my head i should have just pulled let me just just you do it because I, I i have to pull up the bracket yeah okay so energy lost 3-0 <laughs> to weibo uh jdg beat kt 3-1 uh t1 beat uh, lng 3-0 and then blg beat genji in a close uh 3-2 yeah cool um so i think the nrg series there's not really much to talk about like they got kind of bodied. I would like I would like people to initi- initiate a, an apology. <laughs> I, to? I just saw, Who? To Weibo. Oh, people, did pe- people were people acting, really doubting them? Most I would say a lot of NA fans really? were like, "Oh, this is our like maybe all like okay." I would say most people. I would say a lot of NA fans, even their Discord, would say energy was favored. Um, and if not that crazy, I would say they would say this is a good shot. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, uh, which. <laughs> and even on the show, we were like, you know what? They, they could do it, right? Like, if they play as well as they did, like, it's contracts and fucking Palafox and Doko's best games they've ever played. Um, yeah. It's possible. Um, can we just issue an apology? I would like everyone in our Discord, in the commu- uh, competitive games chat who thought energy is going to win, just say, I'm sorry, and then pick a player. You can say, I'm sorry, the shy. I'm sorry that I doubted your ability, and I, I somehow <laughs> thought Dokolo would be able to fucking beat you. Like, it's crazy. Man, like, fucking Xiaohu is having the worst, like, international tournament of his life. Um, I, I really like Xiaohu. I think he's, like, one of the goats of, like, League. And it's still not even fucking close. That's <laughs> so players, funny. The players are all just, like, pound for pound so much better. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think, like, the narrative that I would have, like, said before and, like, still believe is that if NRG plays the best games of their lives and Weibo plays the worst games of their lives, like it's maybe like 60, 40 NRG in that (laughs) situation. Um, Outside of that, if both teams are are playing at their average level, it's a three Oh stomp. Like it was. Yeah. Like the (laughs) only game that's even remotely close was game one. And that's like, in my opinion, because I think center Tom is like the, fucking biggest neutralizer in all league of legends like it's hard i don't to know lose why games quick i don't know why it hasn't been picked more yeah i mean it's hard to like just randomly pick up if you're actually not practiced on it right like it's not just typical your fucking uh 80 carry player has to play a tank and your support player has to play an 80 carry <laughs> or the yeah other and you know I, mean? I, I feel like i just like maybe my expectations are just way higher i feel like you should just be able to play those characters but maybe it's like I don't know. Maybe it's asking for. I mean, like, fuck a lot. It, Col- so Colton and I are planning on like making Smurf accounts where we play Center Tom because I think there's a lot to learn from it that a lot of people mm-hmm. don't even do at the pro level. Like, uh, just just as uh, aside, there's a great uh, tweet by Molecule, the Twitter. Like, uh, he's he's the analyst for Gam, um, 
but he, he has a good thread about like how to actually play center tom kench and it's stuff like farming three minions every wave right that's the optimal way to still get a lot of souls but also get a gold without going over the penalty right mm -hmm. and then once you're nearing 100 souls tom kench buys the support item right he starts farming as soon as he gets his support item senna uh as long as she she can start farming and as soon as she hits the gold penalty for her support item, she sells her support and she gets a thousand gold influx and then she can start using that to build crit and then senna is fully farming at that point and it's just like stuff like that that fucking no one does like even at the pro play dude fucking i don't know why tom kench is farming dude fucking wh what series was it fucking uh was it energy g2 i can't remember series it was one of these series where there was a tom kench split pushing on the other oh. side of the map. Um, he's just fucking hitting a tower solo while there's a fucking 4v5 going on on the other wasn't side it, of the map. Wasn't it um, Genji KT? It might have been, yeah. Uh, sorry, not Genji K. It was either Genji uh, BLG or it was Energy Weibo, I think. But either way, it's like, dude, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why does Tom Kenji need to keep buying items oh, after yeah. he gets fucking like uh, Locket plus uh, Sunfire? You know, like Locket Sunfire no or Virtue Sunfire. It's just like, oh, we're going to have fucking Asena who has fucking seven gold in her pocket because she's yeah. fucking... That was, it's, I uh, was going to go into that because I think that at least in the NRG series, that was one thing that really bothered me is that they didn't do that. And like, you just never are going to stand a chance when you're a two and a half item Senna against, I think it was, I think it was a Felios. It was it a Felios Melio, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Like you're a two and a half item Senna against a four item Aphelios with Milio. Like if you had two hundred stacks, you would be matching his effectiveness. Maybe, maybe if you had two hundred stacks, right? And that's like two range increments over where you beat towers. Like it's it's just not even close at that point. Like your Senna damage compared to a traditional AD carry, I feel like is very rarely going to be remotely close the only reason you can get close is because with a range that high you can get all four auto attacks for every yeah. two or like every one that the that the traditional ad carry will um not and to yeah, mention like, fucking fbi built the fucking put a gun on my mouse and a build she built fucking swifty boots support item storm razor rapid fire last whisper <laughs> <laughs> i don't hate it i think it's that's, just it's, it's I like think the that's lowest the right son of build i think it's the lowest damage build that you can fucking build in that game if you're getting no gold like <laughs> that's true yeah if you're like, not getting gold i agree that that one is bad that that's generally the build i have been going on senna in in my games i think you it's need gold it's, it's the whole thing if you're gonna go crit you need gold right yeah. if you're not gonna go crit you go lethality that's the whole thing right like <laughs> yeah and in in professional play if you're not gonna farm after you proc your quest you you absolutely can't do it and like in professional play you're also not getting typically like seven tower platings and like a bunch of like fiesta fights where you pick up kills and assist or like you get shutdowns whereas like in solo queue e even if i'm not taking minions right like i can finish storm razor rapid fire probably like i'm at two items when my 80 carries at two and a half but it's yeah like not not like when you're playing against a, a world-class 80 carry and professional team where their <laughs> felios is gonna have four full items and it's I not mean, like, even gonna be close i can't find the graphic but someone on twitter made a graphic of like the 
gold of Senna and Tom Kench, like a gold graph versus uh, the gold graph of Aphelios that game. Aphelios ended the game with 410 CS. Senna ended the game with 70, just to give you context. Uh, okay. Like, so, it, like, just their combined gold is less than Aphelios's, like, at all points. Yeah. Like, it's just, it, it's just, like, I don't know. It's just, it's such an easy thing to do, too. Like, I, I don't understand why teams don't, it's because they don't know, right? They don't know, they don't have time to practice it, I'm assuming. But, like, but that's what fun. I mean is, like, I, like, there are people who have figured it out why, like, I, I people guess... People have done it for years. Like, I, fucking Reckless used to be one of the best fucking Senna's in the world. He Like, there's, there's even things, like, that I, I don't even see, like, good Senna's do, like, in solo queue, that, like, you follow around your jungler. Instead of following around your Tom Kench, you follow around your jungler, like, mid-game, um, because fucking jungle camps give you, like, a soul every single camp. Like, it gives Especially you Especially for, um, like, Krugs and Raptors. Yeah, it's crazy, Yeah, Krugs man. and Raptors is huge. You're gonna get probably three if not if you're lucky you might get four souls um i I saw that as well uh also there were multiple points where fbi walked past souls or like walked to a team fight (laughs) and like i i am by no means the greatest send in the world and like there's certainly a conversation to be had is like are those two souls worth a second and a half of tempo Mm -hmm. right and like i think that and sometimes no yeah, sometimes no, but there there were a bunch of times where I saw it and I was like, you would have lost nothing there to go pick up that soul or those mm-hmm. two souls. Um, especially, like, if you're aiming your cue properly, like, through a person, you can, right, like, rather than losing two seconds to walk somewhere and auto twice, like, you don't have to move nearly as much. You just queue through somebody, snipe them both, and keep on moving. Right, like that's a that's a champion mastery thing where that could take half a second or it could take two seconds depending on how you play it. And part of that's also going to rely on your your the person that's there, like knowing where to stand to line that up with you. Also, an- another fun thing that I was curious about: uh, what do you guys think about FBI building thirteen control wards on Senna? Yeah, that's a little much, huh? Ooh, that's uh, it's quite <laughs> a bit of gold. We've talked about that before. <laughs> it's a thousand uh, That is gold. one thing I found so funny. Like, watching the support builds, every time they went go to base, like, two control wards every time, and it's, like, 30 minutes into the game, and you see, like, they have their, like, support item, boots, their mythic, and, like, one component at, like, 30, 35 minutes because all of their gold is just... Like, buy two control wards, place them both, recall, buy two control wards, place them, recall. It's wild. And, yeah. like, it's just truthfully, I don't know, like, I don't know. I'm still just shocked that we haven't, like, mathed out how many control wards to buy. Like, we haven't mathed out, like, when to play Senna, when to play Tom, what to do, like, that sort of thing. Like, I don't know. It's just it's just so weird. It, it just seems like such a, um, like, such a neglect almost. Yeah from these teams all right let's talk about closer series well i guess before we get to the close series let's talk about not close series uh 3-1 for t1 over lng Mm -hmm. i don't think it was particularly close there were i feel like t1 was in control the whole time like there were there weren't all hard stomp games but i feel like in the very controlled t1 style it's like well, we got a 400 gold lead, which means we're going to get a 1,000 gold lead, which means at 30 minutes we're going to have a 2k gold lead, and then we're going to take Baron and we're going to end the game. And, like, there's just no break in it. I don't know how you felt about that series, Aiden. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I also, like, once again, I, I'm 
a little bit down on T1, so I'll try not to let my bias show too much. T1 looked great, by the way. Um, oh, yeah, but, and, like, uh, full transparency, right? Like, I am biased <laughs> for T1. You're a little biased against T1. Yeah, I really like LNG, but, like, holy fuck, man, that might be the worst I've ever seen Tarzan play <laughs> ever. I mean, yeah. even, like, honestly, everyone played pretty bad. Like, even Scout didn't play great. Scout's been having an awesome tournament, too. Um, like, if, if Scout kept playing like how he was playing all tournament and up to this point, he could have been, like, MVP of the tournament, like, level play. Um, but it's just, well, I don't know. Everyone played not great. Uh, Tarzan, Tarzan actually just looked, looked, looked like he was playing for T1, though. It's just bad. Um, not not a good quality series. <laughs> yeah, not, 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 not the greatest play out of LNG. Um, and, and I think, yeah, it would have would have been closer definitely if they were playing to their level um i don't think you can reliably expect like faker to win lane consistently against scout you know i would i would typically consider that to be more of like a toss-up or scout's probably going to get like a 10 cs lead but faker might have better moves or like better macro um uh, but yeah i mean i think that they just got kind of outplayed at most positions and like you were saying yeah, tarzan really was not looking on form uh gen g blg very close went to five games um i think probably like the least expected result here like the, the closest thing to an upset where i think gen g blg was closer on paper than the stats had it because i think like something like 80 some percent of people picked gen g over blg but yeah. um, I I do think Gen G didn't look great in that series. The games they won, they looked so like they they won't stand. They went down zero two, and then they came back like to make it two two. Um, and then game three was not great. But like the the games they won, they looked good. I thought. Um, I I think just like their first two games were really bad. Like <laughs> like pretty fucking. Yeah, bad. they were also. Rough. What game was it where they played Red Side and they had that? terrible draw i don't know just like just their drafting was bad i i I think that if like they didn't play like shit in those first two games they probably could have won the series because they looked better in the the like uh three and four and then also game five was super winnable right holy shit i just went to pickums don't look what do you think currently the i already know the ratio is (laughs) okay you already know yeah 75 percent of people picked t1 over jdg like I'm yep. picking T1 because I'm delusional, delusional, delusional and a bad boy. <laughs> um, but like, there's there's no way T1's actually the favorites going into this. I mean, I, I, I Nick and I were talking about it earlier. So like, Lolly Sports puts out these like community votes on their like YouTube, um, and stuff like, who do you guys think is the best mid laner at the tournament so far? Who do you guys think is the best jungler at the tournament so far? Stuff like that. And if there's ever a T1 player or T1 as like the choice, it's always T1 that wins like by like 80 percent of the vote. Um, my favorite one is so like they win every single vote, right? Colton, regardless, roll, whatever, doesn't even matter. Um, my favorite one is who do you guys think is the second best team at the tournament? And T1 also wins the vote because <laughs> yeah. T1 fans can't read and they're just drooling and yeah. clicking the button. Dude, it's so funny. It's so funny. It's it's wild. I, I want to pick T1 in my pickums, but part of me wants to like go to a betting site and see what the odds are, man. If- I think they're really even. Uh, last time I checked, it was uh like 1.5 odds for jdg and then okay. 2.5 ish for t1 sort of thing but gotcha yeah that's that's insane to me that people really have t1 at 75 25 i mean it's super doable the, the biggest like just to actually give analysis on it uh t1 looks like the 
main team that has figured out how fucking OP red side is at the tournament. If you like play, if you can get like a double counter for bottom uh, and you have a bottom lane that can actually play like uh, a double counter pick, it's crazy. Yeah. You just win their bottom immediately because you get fucking double counter pick bottom. Yeah, I think um, that was definitely the, the story of the series was T1 just yeah. out drafting bot lane and then hard winning bot lane three games in a row. Yeah, so we, we know that... Um, so Sammy's uh, pick first game pick is decided by coin flip which jdg won jdg selected red side so i know there's been like lots of reports about like oh blue side's op at the tournament because it has super high win rate as i said in our like podcast a couple weeks ago uh that's biased because fucking all the higher seeds were getting pick uh choice and they would all choose blue side at the beginning of the tournament so if your higher seed is playing blue side they're going to win more often you know what i mean um mm-hmm. but now that teams are realizing red side's really strong uh, I don't even know if JDG can use red side as well as T1. I think it's more just denying red side from T1. T- T1 actually looks fucking deadly with red side. <laughs> That's crazy. That's really interesting. I like the the how it's it's gonna like evolve over the course of the the tournament. Yeah. yeah. Also, this is uh, making me very happy for my crystal ball picks, where I said carry would play the most different champions. Because if T1's willing to play this style, that's where we get the carry who's like, <laughs> you know what's really actually surprisingly good into caitlin lux is if i play varus support or like i'm gonna play singed support because it counters poppy jungle or some shit right it, that's so funny I, I also think t1 can end up playing a lot of characters dude fucking people on reddit like i i, I hate it they're, they're like oh this is actually like good for t1 because like t1 uh their team that even if you ban out all their shit like you have to ban out center tom now um they have like infinite picks and i agree like typically t1 has been a car- team that picks like a lot of stuff T1 is, like, the team with, like, the, the 10th place team for most unique picks, like, in the tournament right now. <laughs> you know, like, no every way. single team in quarterfinals has more uh, picks than them. I think they're, like, 23 unique picks or whatever, and, like, the next lowest is 25. Um, G2 also has more picks than them. Uh, I think there's one other team that has more picks than them. And it's just, like, I understand that, like, we want narratives or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's just, like, I don't know, guy. <laughs> my really my champ. <laughs> I'm looking at my champion's crystal ball. It is not looking good. <laughs> no? Yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to get any of these correct. Or even like top three. But it's hard to. It's yeah, that's so the fun hard. of it. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. I thought, um, I thought Karma was going to be like crazy popular um, during this tournament. I don't, th- I don't know if she's been picked so far. There was Karma <laughs> Ezreal was played at least once, I know. Was there? Okay. Yeah. Just Ezreal's um, not getting picked enough. Uh, what do you guys think like predictions for these games? I know Colton, you said T1. I said JDG for that game. What do you think, Nick? <laughs> Uh, it's. Got, I mean, it's got to be J- JDG, right? I feel like they've just looked like the best team of the tournament, no? Yeah, I, I, I would love if T1 did it. That would be a huge upset. It would be cool. Yeah. I, I think Plus, that series is going to go four games. Like, I don't... Whoever wins is going to win, I think, right? Yeah. What about I BLG Weibo? I feel like we're all just going to say BLG. I actually not even worked talking about it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm wasting our time. <laughs> I don't know. So, I'll... Uh, yeah. Um, I... I think it would be really cool because there's a there's still a loser side, right? Or is this are they? No, single there's no losers bracket. <laughs> we're we're oh talking about a riot God. made tournament. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I thought there was a loser side to this. <laughs> like one. any other tournament, where, where there's fucking seven days in between games. Like, <laughs> I, it makes me want to like. It, it just makes me so upset that like, Worlds is a, a month and a half long. Like, when did planes even start? I like I don't even remember. It was so long ago. It's so crazy. Yeah. I mean, it, go ahead, Aiden. <laughs> I was going to say, just think about it, Nick. There's four weeks given for quarters, like for the knockout stage. There's four weeks given for seven series. 
That's that, it's just crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I'm trying to to keep up through the play-ins and the Swiss stage, like keeping up with all those games, it's like impossible. It's like, oh, we're in the important part of the tournament. I I have a week to watch four best of fives, or I have a week to watch two best of fives. Um, it's it's wild. So. I do think, Aiden, you mentioned narratives a little bit. We are in a really good spot where I, I think we're going to get a good narrative. I, I think, like, BLG almost certainly is going to beat Weibo. And regardless of the winner of T1 or JDG, those are both really good, like, finals narratives that they can hype up. Like, will BLG finally defeat JDG? Or will, like, T1 get revenge over BLG for what happened at MSI? Yeah, I mean, there's every single one's a narrative, right? Like, Weibo is, like, once again, the fourth seed underdog, which they're not going to win, but that's fine. Uh, BLG, BLG, if, like, they make finals, like, yeah, will they fucking beat T1? Or better yet, will they beat JDG, who they've lost to in their last seven series, if T1 wins? I mean, fucking the T1 victory fourth year, fourth time is crazy. Uh, or JDG, just the golden road. We've never seen a golden road before. Like, that'd be fucking sick. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and I think... There's a, maybe a small argument that some people might say. I, I think it'll really depend on who goes to the finals and what the finals look like. I, I think there will be a lot of confirmation bias if if JDG wins, BLG wins, and then like JDG three O's BLG. Everyone's gonna be like, the the real finals was T one JDG. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm interested to see where that goes. Uh, but still holding out hope for T one. Cool. Um, Want to go into our uh, roundtable, which is really related. So, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. So, last week's question was: If you could have one champion's ability to help you with your job, which one would it be, uh, and why? Nick, we'll ask you after. You can find a character that has a gun. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Parin said, uh, uh, "Sorok silenced uh, on the field on the classroom would be uh, ten out of 10. Josh Plank said, "I'd take Niall as a demon, though it's not an ability. Oh it's probably the only way I'd feel joy at work." <laughs> That's a good one for you, Nick. Um, Loki said, uh, "Soraka, alt. I'm a doctor. Do you have any idea what I'd give for the?" power to actually heal people instantly i like soraka alt as loki's ability for being a doctor uh, instead of like her um w yeah whereas you go to heal someone but you just heal everyone around <laughs> every yeah. single time that'd be cool <laughs> you gotta you gotta wait two minutes to do it again <laughs> um feast said no w so i could use that uh, i could use for the damage that i'm receiving emotionally at work and i could heal most of it i think everyone's going through some trouble at work actually yeah <laughs> Um, and then from our Twitter, uh, Stormfox said, Rise Alt to cut down commute time and gas costs. Rainbow Honeycycle said, I work at a daycare and sometimes the kids, uh, getting the kids to bed, uh, bed, getting the kids to bed at nap can be a hassle. So I'd go sleepy bubble trouble. Uh, Dragon Tamer <laughs> said, Orion Alt, I'm a pool cleaner. So I'd use it to bring all the leaves together in one spot and <laughs> in this godforsaken season. Um, and then Ray of Sunshine said, Ezreal-E, that shit's just too good, uh, just too good day to day. Blinking in between the front and back of the house would be crazy good. That's sick. Yeah, being able to just teleport ten feet would actually be so convenient. Yeah. Uh I, I did really like the idea of the Rise Alt one. Like for commutes, it's funny. I find it way funnier if they were like, I'm a bus driver. And instead <laughs> of driving the bus, I'm just like, everybody get in the circle. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Cool. Nick, do you want to respond to that or Oh God! You know, I was just busy listening to yours that I don't Lucian Q. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, 
old gangplank uh, <laughs> raise morale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, how, about, else, how about raise morale? Just you know, make everyone make everyone happier. How about yeah, that? Yeah, cool. Uh, this week's roundtable question related is not related to that, but uh, who will win Worlds twenty twenty three? Who do you want to win Worlds twenty twenty three? Why? Those are two separate questions, but I think they're both good. What about you, Colton? Um, my brain says that JDG probably will win Worlds. Uh, my heart says I want T one to win Worlds. I, I do think that they are executing very cleanly in, in terms of like their overall play. I think like you had mentioned their their bot side and like red side draft to play for strong bot has really been working. Um, and it, it's just a matter, I think, of if they can do that without losing too hard top mid or without committing to like late game team fights and just getting hand stiffed by JDG. Yeah, what you, I Nick? think JDG is going to win, and I hope um, T1 win wins. I hope nice. Faker gets another one before he retires. I hope I, I think JDG will win, and I hope BLG will win. I think BLG Ooh. is my favorite team, other than KT, um, and also BLG skins would go hard. Um, but also, I, I think the fucking narrative of BLG finally beating JDG in finals is is probably the best narrative at Worlds. Like after losing to them. Every single time they played in spring, every single time they played in playoffs in spring, every single time they played in summer, every single time they played in summer playoffs at, at MSI and then winning at Worlds is so sick. Dude. That would be pretty pretty sick. But uh, anyways, uh, I, I'm excited. If you guys want to let us know who you think will win, who you want to win, uh, hit us up on our Twitter at LeeCast. Send us an email, mail at LeeCastPodcast.com or come into our Discord and post in our roundtable section. That's discord.gg slash LeeCast. What if BLG won... And their support picked Soraka for the skin, and the skin name was just Billy Billy Goat. <laughs> Dude, That's fucking good. BLG's colors are so sick, though. It's like teal and like the pink, which are like my favorite fucking color combo. It's so sick. You just you just want the skins. <laughs> I would I, I would actually buy like so many of the skins. You'd buy Dude, that bundle. Be so sick. Yeah. That's so funny. Cool. Um, we have one email in mail fight. It's from Yumi with a gun. Hello, wonderful boys of Leecast. I almost forgot I wanted to send in an email to share my recent accomplishment. I got into Emerald. I know this doesn't relate to you guys or anyone in the community, but I'm just so happy I really wanted to share. I actually decided to start taking rank seriously when I started listening to your podcast a couple of years ago. You guys had so much information and advice. It was motivating. Uh, but I was someone who was scared of ranked, and the few times I did play during the season, I would only get to silver and go back to norms. But with the help of your podcast and Broken by Concept, which I also heard about through you, I made it to gold one last season, and surprisingly, Emerald for this split. Uh, I know this season it was easier for high gold players to, to cross the border into platinum, so I wasn't too surprised when that happened, but I wasn't sure if I'd be able to get to Emerald without a super yo-yo style grind, uh, if I could at all. Since there are still a couple months left of the season, I'm going to see if I can get any higher in this rank uh, and keep trying to improve my support gameplay. Anyway, that out of the way, I have to answer this week's roundtable question because the logo was the only thing I looked at when picking a team to root for. Uh, I started to follow the LCS in 2018 and quickly decided it would be fun if I didn't pick a team to follow and cheer for. Glancing at the team logos at the time, Cloud9's caught my eye since it's really cute and in my opinion, a very clever visual representation of their name. Plus, no one uses purple for their team colors. What the hell? Best color. Does Cloud9 use purple? I like definitely say it's blue and white. white but, um, right? No, I think that they're just saying, like, 
like, oh, like comma, uses... why doesn't anyone use purple? Oh, yeah, makes... I see. Uh, I found their name was also charming and quickly fell in love with the team at the time and would refer to them affectionately as my boys. I got really lucky with my pick. Turns out they're usually a top team and almost always make it to Worlds. Way more fun to... <laughs> Way more fun to root for winning teams over constantly losing teams. I want to make a snide <laughs> remark about Nick being a CLG fan, but CLG is notorious the C9, notoriously the C9 killers, and recently their newly branded roster made C9 look like fools in the finals. So I don't think I have a book to stand on, Keck W. Uh, I thought C9 had great personalities, liked to meme and have fun. Uh, plus, they always seemed uh, to be one of the few teams to pull out some wild and fun-to-watch drafts. Rip LS, if anything, I feel like uh, it would have been really fun to watch his drafts and see how he shakes things up in the LCS. It was also wonderful that their specific rosters seemed to have longevity that most teams didn't. I like the idea of them working well together, with Smoothie, of course, being my favorite since supports got to stick together, but everything I loved quickly crumbled. I was new to esports and didn't know how common slash frequently teams and players would change and move around. I felt so betrayed when Smoothie left. And then Sneaky only lasted like another year or two, right? Uh, it felt like C9 fell apart, but really it feels like the heart of C9 never disappeared. I've enjoyed most of the players that have come and gone uh, in the past few years. And this current roster I think is great, even if Sven calls support an easy role. Not saying he's wrong, but still. Uh, don't have to call us out like that. Um, I think this current iteration is fantastic and they all have great personalities. They are still the adorable boys of Cloud9 that I enjoy cheering for. Uh, plus, you can say you can never say it's boring being a Cloud9 fan. Even in some of their more dominant splits, they still find ways to throw games to lower bracket teams and int their brains out at crucial times. Uh, they will keep you on your toes. I always say the game isn't over until it's over watching them. Um, you never know what, what shenanigans will happen with them. But I love them, love being a fan of Cloud9, and can't wait to go to more live events to cheer them on. Genuinely sorry about the long cat email. I meant to make this short and sweet, but I started to ramble as this old brain of mine got lost in fond thoughts and memories. I hope you guys and all of the League Cast community have a great Halloween. Yumi with a gun. Thank really you, good Yumi. email. Yeah, always fun to, to see uh, their cosplay uh, and in some cases their glowing aura from across the stadium. That was uh, honestly like so cool to just be like oh i can spot their glowing book from across the arena yeah it's yeah. really really cool super sick or see it on stream the fact that you could see it on stream was sick yeah really it was cool. it was very cool um awesome we we also got oh. one more email but i i'm not going to respond to it because there's a chance it's not ironic and if, Ooh, even okay. if it, it it's weird um, but either way, I responded to it like actually, uh, and I said, I hope this is ironic, but I actually can't tell. If not, it's really good satire. <laughs> or if it is, it's really good satire. Um, I'll, I'll tell you guys after, but it's weird. It's a weird email, Ooh, okay. so don't be weird. Um, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I think that uh, that's it for the show. Nick, do you want to hit us with some some plugs and wrap these yeah. up? Yeah. Uh, email us mailleecastpodcast.com watch us on twitch twitch.tv slash Basket and leecastfrost uh, one day any of us that aren't um, uh, Aiden will stream maybe um, tweet at us at on twitter we're leecast on facebook we're leecast visit our website leecastpodcast.com join our discord server discord.gg forward slash leecast and support us on patreon patreon.com slash leecast thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next week Bye. Bye-bye.